A haunted house in ghost lore is a house or other building often perceived as being inhabited by disembodied spirits of the deceased who may have been former residents or were otherwise connected with the property. Parapsychologists often attribute haunting to the spirits of the dead who have suffered from violent or tragic events in the building's past, such as murder, accidental death, or suicide. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of So You Like Horror. Uh, it's me, it's Dante. And traditionally for the podcast, we tend to kind of cover movies or a theme from movies or a franchise, whatever it may be. You know, I try to, I try to be flexible. This episode, I'm going to have a couple guests on. Now, if you've listened to my other podcast, Off The Mats, Way early on, I did a um, horror movie theme uh, episode, several of them actually, in October. Kind of go along with Halloween. And I had the Rush family on. And we talked about tons of... Like, they, like I feel like I like horror. They love horror. Like, they are horror. <laughs> so, I don't know why it took me so long to get them onto this show. But, welcome to the show. Thank you. Jason, Lori. Thank you. How are y'all? I'm great. Good, good. So for our episode here, we're going to talk about your paranormal uh, experiences um, as it relates to just the history, your home, and and what you all went through and the experiences. So um, I, I guess the first question for me is, when did like has this always been something more so for you Lori uh like from early on or right. is this more of a more recent in like recent years like 10 15 right, years right um for me uh and my family it's always been pretty much part of our life um not that we were religious so it, it's not coming from like a religious type background, but just from like an awareness that there's energy, there's things that happen. Um, pretty much my first experience was uh, probably right before kindergarten. Um, every summer we would go to Ocean City before school. That was our summer vacation. Um, my first ever experience with anything paranormal, supernatural, whatever you want to call it. Um, it was bedtime. Uh, my sister and I and our two cousins, Bryce and Aaron, um, we were in our own room. Uh, my sister and Aaron being the youngest were already on their way to sleep. Bryce and I were kind of sitting up in the dark, listening to our parents, you know, talk, enjoy the evening. And, um, I don't even remember what we were doing. We're looking out the window and I swear on everything. This it was bigger than your average person, but it was all proportionate, but it was just this oversized pig faced man, I guess is the best way I can describe it. Like, um, he was like bald with little patches of hair and he had like a, your typical, like that creepy pervy trench coat, the same color, everything. 
Um, but he was just like double the size of your average large man. And he was just looking in the window, like smiling at us. And he had this very, it was like he was illuminated. It's dark. There's no street lights behind us. There's just a parking lot, I guess. Uh, I can't really remember too much. I just know that the window wasn't an opening window. It was just a window there. And we lost, I mean, lost it. The f first, I remember not being able to scream. I remember Bryce digging into me and us both just staring. It seemed like forever. And then when we were able to scream, that thing just like it nodded like a slow up down. Like, yeah, I see you too. Uh, the lights come on. My mom, um, my Aunt Jerry, they come rushing in. It's not there. We try and explain what it is. They tell us it's, you know, we were dreaming. Um, it's probably, you know, a kid from senior week trying to look in the house, wherever we were, whatever it was. They try to explain it away. That was my first experience. Um, we've had, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but my family has this connection. Everybody notices how close we are, but like we, we know things. We know when to show up, where to show up without even being told when stuff is is intense for another member of our family. Like um, there, there's just been times when, I mean, I've, I've really been at like my lowest point and my mother will text me, I'm pulling up. I don't know what's wrong, but let's, you know, I'm here. And there's no way, there's no way she could have known that I was at the point mentally where I was at like when everything is just ready to like fail when I'm ready to give up my mother or my sister just knows to be there like we're like that with each like so there's a lot of unexplained things that have made us believers whatever you want to call it but um we're we're sensitive to this stuff we get the goosebumps and the chills in certain places we we've always kind of been open to this we we recognize you know I mean it's a fact energy doesn't go away you can't erase energy it just moves from host to host place to place it's, it's always there jason on the other hand has never believed in anything uh he's just he's not a religious person he's not he's just not he's not down for it he he wasn't i think aliens have, have been really the only thing you and i've ever talked about where he could have seen the possibility because how small-minded to assume you're the only living organism, whether it's in the form of algae or another bipedal walking upright thing, you know, there's got to be something else out there. But he yeah. was never open to this. No, I, I just, I mean, I've always been under the, you know, the belief that uh, you're here and when you're gone, you're gone. And everybody's like, how can you, how can you believe that? And it's like, I just, uh, from spirits jumping from one thing to another, reincarnation, all that, I just don't buy it. I, you know, I mean, hey, if you believe it, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I just say that just because you believe it doesn't mean that I have to automatically, you know, jump on the wagon. I just, uh, for me, it, it's just personal belief. I think when you're in the ground, that's it, you know, and I mean, you've had your time and I think the spirit dies with the body. That That's just me. Um, yeah, I have to admit that after meeting Laurie in 2002, I've noticed things that, because I, I lived in the house for seven years before I met Laurie, and um, I never, never really remembered anything happening. 
you know, you get weirded out when you watch a movie, but I don't really consider that as, you know, a lot of times your mind will play tricks on you. But actually things just happening out of the blue, I don't recall that ever happening. And even at the house I lived in before, I don't ever remember something happening that I couldn't explain. If uh, if I got freaked out over something, it was because I watched a movie. Oh, that's that's why it was, you know. But uh, for me, and I mean my family, they went to church. They were very, you know, have religious belief, um, Catholic, and then later on, you know, you name it, you know, Methodist. Um, you know, they they went through a lot of different religions. But um, for me, it's like I've always been the guy that, you know, as long as as long as I feel good and I treat other people good, that's what I'm here to do. I don't have to. You know, I don't have to try to, you know, be spiritual. I think it either just happens or it doesn't. If you have the faith in it, hey, great. I don't, I don't knock anybody for what they believe in. I don't make fun of it. I don't think that's a good, I, I, I do believe in mojo where, you know, you kind of get back what you have coming to you. Karma. Or, yeah, karma. But so far as, you know, the spirit. He had never had anything happen. Yeah, that's, that's never, that's never occurred. Until me. Dum, dum, dum. Right. So I was just thinking about that too as, as you said, it's like okay, so, so it's like paranormal activity is like it's just following you, right? It's like it's just stuck to you, yeah. And, and that concept from Insidious and and paranormal activity, when they introduce that concept, movie wise at least, uh, modern in, in the modern time, oh no, it's not the house, it's right? The it's the person, right? It's like, right? Like oh shit, that that's a thing, like um, you know, you you hear stories, you know, of that. Where no matter where the person goes, there's always something yeah. latched onto them, clinging to them. And, you know, to hear, the, you know, just to hear that first experience, it's like, okay. You know, it's one thing if it's like just you mm-hmm. that saw this figure in the window. But, you know, your cousin's there and your right. cousin sees it too. And it's like, you know, and, okay. You know, again, your kids... Yeah, maybe it's senior week, kids, right. kids out there goofing off, whatever. You know, it's 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 a possibility. But then, you know, like you said, there's the connection with the family. You know, you've always kind of had that feel. Right. And my wife, you know, she's um, kind of explained that to me as well with her family or herself more so, her and her mom. And much like Jason, myself, mm-hmm. I, I'm very much like okay, you know, I. I not dismissing it. Right. But I'm kind of like, okay, well, cool. Right. And see, I too, I I look at it more. It's not so much that it's going to follow us or it's attached to me. I don't look at it as like, it's just one thing or it's, it's a specific type. I look at it as more. There's some people who can pick up any instrument, just hand them anything and they can play it. They're just in, they're just, they have that ability. So I kind of look at it as that as as we just happen to have that sensitivity, maybe um, that openness so that if there is something around, it knows, I guess, maybe that we're not going to be dismissive. It'll register more on our radar than it will someone who's just kind of closed off to it or just doesn't have those ideas or those those yeah. feelings i guess because i that's that that's been the only way that jason and i have ever been able to truly make sense of why why like a complete and total non-believer is having or has had the experiences that he's had since we've been together and a lot for me too it's like uh you know we're all sitting here together and if dante you tell me you're cold you know 
I'm not going to say no, you're not. I, that doesn't exist. You know, I mean, yeah, it's a truly different, you know, context. It's you know, a different feeling. But I don't dismiss what she believes she saw, heard, whatever. And sometimes I hear things that I can't explain, but does that make me an instant believer? No. Um, th there have been things that have happened. I think one of the main things, like, after she, you know, it was like after her and I met in 2002, and she moved in with me, I noticed... Um, there was a couple times when I would hear like a bell ring. That's the first thing I recall, like ever in the house. Okay, I was there seven years prior. That's the first thing I ever really remember that I was like, you know, what's that? Now this is at four in the morning when I get up to go to work. She's in bed, Lena was not born yet, so it was just us two. And I kind of looked around the corner. I thought maybe she got out of bed, maybe she knocked something over or was trying to get my attention. And she was out cold. I mean, like she had been asleep. Well, it also started with your name being called all the time. Yeah, I would hear my name and I would come out and I would say, did you just call me? And she's like, no, I haven't called you. Or she would either be asleep and nobody was up. Or not home. Right. And um, that was the first thing that I noticed. I was like, all right, maybe I'm just And to be clear, stuff. there was just us two right. living there. Yeah, and this is before else. Lena. And I think one of the first things I recall happened that I was just like, yeah, that's really strange, was when the covers got pulled down. Her and I was oh, like, yeah. and we were just No, talking. I got, I, they got pulled down and I was slapped. Yeah, yeah. And she was, um, she was facing me. We had the covers over us. And, and our arms loosely. like hugging. So yeah. his left arm is what my head is laying on. My arms are literally folded up against my chest because I'm facing him. And his right arm is draped across my shoulders. Yeah, and, and he's playing with my hair. And I'm laying on my left side. I got my, my left arm under the pillow. And then all of a sudden, the covers right up around her shoulder just got pulled down while I'm looking at her as though, you know, were you uncomfortable? Because it was kind well, of a violent quick they get jerk. They get yanked down, and then I got slapped square in my lower back. And yeah. I was, and I, so as I, I jump, and I kind of, you know, I mean, I'm all relaxed, half asleep, and it pissed me off. And I'm like, like, why would you do that? Uh, like, here we are having a nice, uh, we're like falling asleep. And you're just going to belt me in and the back? At the same time, I look at her and she's like, she's like, why did you, you know, and I, and I, I patted her hip because at that time my hand was on her hip, my right hand, and the other one was under the pillow. And I'm That's like, right. there's no way I could have done that because my hand, and when I moved it, my hand, she realized that there's no way. His I hand had never moved. Yeah. So he was like, like, how can I yank the covers down and slap you? He's like, I haven't moved my hand. And we both, it was like, it took us like a full yeah. minute. Like, it was just one of those, like, like, ne like, how do you explain? Like, first of all, I just got slapped and the covers were yeeted. I mean, like, like full on yanked right off of me. And I can feel the hand that I'm laying on. And like he said, is when he wiggled his hand to show me that it never come off my hip. Like, that's a, so it takes that full minute to realize. And then, like, I'm up. I'm out of the bed. I'm grabbing my frankincense, my my myrrh. Those are high vibration, you know, not even going to go into all that stuff, you know. But, I mean, I like that. And I made him. And I didn't even have to make him. He walked from every every inch the perimeter of the inside of the house while I had that incense. And we were like, whatever, you get the hell out of this. You're not welcome here. Like, I had never had anything physical like that before so that was just so random like just yeah. out of the blue and that was like the beginning for him like he, we both our voices were shaking while we were walking around the house it's the middle of the night everything is dark so that was like his first and and like i say just because i 
you know, couldn't explain what happened. You know, I believe in good karma. So if, if you're all about doing it and you think it's the right thing to do, then I'll go with you. You know, it's, it's like checking out a dark room. Hey, it's probably yeah. better that we do it together. And regardless if I'm scared shitless or if I'm laid back, I'll go through there with you. You know, and, and I'm, I mean, I'm there. I'm part of the crew. Which so. drove me nuts because he's talking to me like this the whole time. And I'm like, did you... You weren't in the the same freaking bed that I was in. That this, but, but you're still gonna dismiss it. But as... I'm also the guy that two minutes later I'll be asleep because I I completely write it off as like, okay we got that's done. You know what I mean? And like it all and, checks out. Yep, right. You know. <laughs> um, at, at our old place, we're renting like a little townhouse community. Sarah had come home, and it, it's just you know. Two bedroom, you know, and then the downstairs is kitchen, living room, like a eat-in kitchen. And I was at the stove cooking. My back is turned to the, the opening of the kitchen. Clear as day, I hear my name. Like, there's no mistaking it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I go into the living room. Sarah's not here. Like, she's home from work, but she's not in the living room. And I look up the stairs, the bathroom door is closed, I hear the shower running. I was like, there's no way she moved that fast. Right, like, okay, right. All right, let me just, so once she gets out of the shower, I was like, did you call my name at all? It's like, no, not at all. It's like, okay. All right, you know, I dismissed it, just auditory hallucinations. Sure. You know? Right. Um, and it happened again there. Um, it hasn't happened since. But I also like sports, head injuries and stuff. Because mm-hmm. even at work, like recently, the phone rang. There's people in the office. Right. I answered the phone. There's nothing there. I put it down. Minutes later, the phone rings again. It really rang. You know, I was like, "Who keeps calling?" And right. the, our senior manager was like, "What are you talking about? The phone just rang." Now I was like, "Y'all didn't hear the phone ring." Five minutes ago, and I answered it, and I'm like, right? And they're like, no, and, you know, they kind of start joking yeah. at me later on in the day, which frustrated me because I was like, either one of two things is happening here, either you know, again, right? You know, something's going on with me, or something's going on with here. Um, but I, I think there's always this idea of trying to explain away things, sure, like using science. You know, it's like, oh, well, like the covers came down. I don't, maybe there's a draft. Right, sure. Like, may, maybe uh, static electricity. I don't fucking right, know how that right, works. But right, right, exactly. Someone's going to try to tell you that's what it was. But sometimes, just sometimes, you have to also entertain the idea that maybe it's a little bit more. Right. And how sickening is that? Because so for us, the last four years in that house, it, it really it really took off. I mean, bad things were happening. We were kept up at night. Like it, it, it is an emotional pull. And all we kept saying to ourselves is like, like, this is like a damn movie. You know what I mean? And who do you tell? Nobody's going to believe you. You know what I mean? And you need help. I mean, you literally need help. You're you like, you know, it could go from anything to, Hey, how cool was this? You want to share it with somebody to, in our situation that wound up happening, like we're actually on the look for help, looking up people trying to find 
the real people to help, not the charlatans, you know, or the people who are just in it because they like scary stories and stuff. Like when these things move from something that you can explain away to something that you can't, that you feel you can't talk to anyone about because nobody's going to believe you, you know, and you can't explain it away. It's, it's, it's just one of those, it, it literally makes you sick because this is something that people don't like to talk about because for whatever, you know, their religious belief is or whatever their social, you know, I guess social class, there, there are certain beliefs to each social class too, you know, and some people just, they can't, they can't understand how that could be a thing, you know, or it just doesn't happen to them. So they don't understand cancer has not directly impacted my health but I can understand someone who's had cancer and I can empathize with them and maybe, Hey, have you researched this? I saw this online. I can add some kind of support to that, even though I may not be going through it myself. I'm there for that person because I believe them. I'm, I care for them and I want the best for them. So why is it that when it's related to something else that may not have something that you can research or look scientifically you know, on a piece of paper and it's right there proof wise, why is there no one that can, you know, why is society made it to where you can't ask for help or, you know, like that's, that's like a thing for me now. Like I'm on, I'm on a big kick about that because I mean, we fricking suffered, man. I mean, things got bad and there was nobody that you could really talk to. There was nobody that really had any kind of an answer for you because it's all on TV or it's not real or it's this, that, and the other. Yeah. And for me, it, I know, um, when it started affecting Lena, I think I, I got more, um, well, yeah, I was upset, but more into, okay, what do we got to do? Because for, I mean, when I met Laurie, she knows more about religion, spiritualism and the whole, cause she reads, I, I don't read. I, you know, I wish I did. I took she's some classes just, in college, right. you know, and plus she's a lot I, more, I went to college for psychiatry. Right. You know, I, I have a degree in mental health. So we learned the difference between a psychological issue, right. you know, uh, cultural, you know, that, you know, it could be psychological, but in that culture, it's, it's a, this, you know, I've, I'm not an expert, but I've read enough to be able to understand the differences. And, and that fact, it's kind of like I never felt like I had to try to defend her against, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, regardless of my belief or, you know, what I believe was the answer. I never felt as though I really had to defend her a lot. I kind of went off what she would tell me and how I felt I needed to support her. But I think with Lena, it was kind of like, you know, when she was talking about um, something, you know, was kicking, you know her bed or anything like that I you know I kind of I kind of got defensive for her and I mean there was nights when I spent the night in her bedroom yeah I spent the night there and this is the guy who doesn't believe that you know you're reincarnated or all the spirits and all but I thought you know what I want to kind of in you know defense of her I want to go in there and I spent the night more than once in her room let her sleep with you know, Laurie, just to give her a break and, and sure. support her and let her know, look, I'm, I'm here with you, regardless of my beliefs. I'm here wholeheartedly and I'm willing to, uh, six, two, 300 pound guy sleep in a little girl's bed and literally try to stay awake as long as I could just to dare something, you know, cause for me, I'm like, 
I'm not the guy in the movie, the father that keeps on on telling you, oh, you know, it's just something going on. It's something you've watched. You know, I'm going to believe it and I'm going to support it. I may not come out as one of those that, you know, hey, you know, the spirits are among us, you know. Sure. But if it comes to, hey, the, here's what we need to try to do, you know, or try to get help, you know, I'm all about it, you know. Yeah, I think also just like you said, as a dad, you know, I think it's important for our, our kids to know that we have their back. We, we, we're listening. Like my own daughter... She, she said something to me, I want to say like last year, and we're talking and, you know, kind of taking turns going back and forth and she, you know, kind of cut, cut me off and, you know, it's like, yeah, you got to let people finish. So she lets me finish and she starts to talk and I cut her off and she comes back at me and I realize like, wait a minute. I got to show this kid I'm supporting her too. Absolutely. You know, right. So, you know, just letting the kids know that, you know, you're there on the page with them. Like, you believe them, you know, because there's, there's nothing worse than being not just a kid, but a person, period. You say something happened and you're being doubted. Because, if, especially, you know, parents, you know, these are the people that you trust the most. Like, and they doubt you. It's like, well, if they doubt me, who's going to ever believe me? So, you know, I think that's very important and, and great as well because I couldn't imagine experiencing that and no one hearing well, me. And it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just her by that, that point in time. So it was, it was kind of easy. Uh, it's not that it's easy to believe your child who's never lied or done anything to where you could ever doubt you know, her integrity or, you know, her but intentions, but that were already going on, so. things that already kind of started getting a little dicey where, where, you know, I mean, he, he progressed from his name being called and bells ringing to like a dot, a full size dodgeball, the way you hear it smack a person mm-hmm. or, or a gym floor, he would hear that right behind his ear, you know, like just, we don't have dodgeballs, you know, like or change, drop change, in the of the floor. like, like a whole yeah. jug of change. And you come out and there's nothing like I'm looking yeah. at like, that's, that's almost impossible to hear that and know you've heard it, you know, know that it's not a ringing in your ear or anything. But like, like, that. like the catalyst for us was literally the middle school years for Lena. I mean, anybody that knows us, you know, our introduction, as you know, meeting you through MMA and jujitsu <laughs> was because Lena was physically meant every single way up and down the gamut. She was abused in middle school by her peers and by two teachers. Life was bad for us in middle school. That's Lena's story. We won't get into any of her personal details, but the things that we'll talk about that, that began happening to her also happened to us in the house. And our experiences, not long after all of the traumas that she went through, the doctor's appointments that we started taking her to, we just noticed it ramped up from just these little things that you might be able to explain away. Maybe that was a sound from the TV. Maybe my phone went off. Maybe there was a truck up the street that hit a light pole that made that, you know. Like, after a while, it starts with me in the middle of the night you know, every, I mean, I would say every, about every hour, my feet, my, my whole ass feet, depending on wherever I was laying, 
it would feel like something at the bottom of the bed would literally kick the mattress where my feet were laying. Not a shove, not, you know, something from your partner laying next to you, moving, jumping, doing it. There's no way unless someone walked to the end of your bed while you're laying there and full on like kicked or punched the mattress right where your feet are resting at the bottom of the bed. So it starts with that. Then it starts with our whole bed will shake like it, like it would like almost like try to shake us awake. Um, Christ, uh, from light, things light calling you, light. our lights would light go off and on shadows. Different. It'd be a, a bright ass room just like this. And you will see a full, it, it's like, you know, when you're outside and a plane will go by. Yeah. So, okay, here we are in your room like this and a plane is going to go right over. Like, are all of the lights on the same? I mean, like, and it's not just the lights flicker. It's a shadow, a big black ass shadow going across the whole. I mean, no filter through it. You know, you can't see, but the shadow goes across all of the lights, your light source in the room, like things like that, you know, to ask anybody. People really didn't like to come and visit us at our house. We had parties. Yeah. Like, if we specifically had something going on, people would show up. After the few people that we talked to about this, you're, you're hearing, well, you know, we, we're kind of uncomfortable being at your house. You know, kids that would come and spend the night with Lena. Nobody would ever, there was never like a double, you know, like a, a, a second night that kids sure. would want to come over, you know. And then we would hear from Lena, you know, hey, you know, ask, you know, ask your cousin to come and stay the night again. Ask your friend, you know, whatever to stay. They they weren't comfortable, you know, like they, you know, they they didn't like sleeping in my room, you know. Then we would have kids sleep out in the TV room, you know. Kids didn't like that. So, I mean, like there was people told us, you know, it's not we're not comfortable in your house. It didn't matter what we did. People just there was an edge to something. So we, we were always kind of pissy about it. Like, we go to everybody's thing. Yeah. We, we visit everybody. Nobody comes and visits us, you know. And, and I mean, my God, I mean, we could, we could spend hours. But the point is, is that it, it, it didn't just make us uneasy. It also made outsiders uneasy. It made my family, even my own family, who we shared stuff like this, they were... They were uncomfortable. And I mean, this was like, it didn't just come on, you know, it, it came on, like it came on hard. Like it went from just a, a, an occurrence every couple of months or, you know, then it was like maybe once a week too. This was every day, all day, you know, I mean, and then the thing that got us is like, you watch a horror movie and fuck that man, I'm out of here. I'd sell that house tomorrow. That is easier said than done. You can't just sell your house. You can't, I mean, what if you don't have any, you know, equity? You know, what if you, it's just like a car. If I buy this car and then tomorrow I decide I'm going to sell it and get another one, I'm still paying on the last car plus the car, you know, like it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, and sometimes I think about the house. It's like, I think, is it because I'm such a non-believer that things were happening there that I just never allowed myself to admit to? Or, I mean, not even admit that all oh, their spirits, but say, okay, yeah, I heard that. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I do notice the first time I remember is when, when I met Laurie. And I, and I remember uh, her mom coming over to help paint the house. 
Oh. And um, Laurie always had, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's the, a pentagram. For good luck over top of the door. Yeah. You know, just to keep bad things out. And like I say, just, I always respected those things because I knew it meant something to her. And even though, like I said again, even if I didn't believe that that, that was there for good luck, I always treated it because I'm like, I don't want that bad. So her mom and I were painting the living room. And I remember it was just her and I there. Laurie was out with her sister, I think. And I'm painting one wall probably 20 feet away from her mother. And her mother got on a chair, and she had a, a paintbrush in one hand and I think a thing of paint. The same chair she had been using the whole day right, the to whole, paint. And she goes to remove that thing just to, you know, to put it safely somewhere so they can get paint on it. And I remember her, her even joke, let me get Laurie's thing here. So, you know, I can't God, don't Don't it. let me mess anything up. And or... as I look over, the chair is just she was like making fun. to the side. And there she goes. Now, I'm more worried about her getting hurt. And sure so, I, as I'm trying to lay the roller down on our floor and not mess it up, I get running. Of course, I didn't make it. But my she, mom drops the paint mom dropped, all over the she floor. Kept that that pentagram from hitting the floor. She kind of bent her wrist so it would stay up. Mm. But um, how that happened? I mean, she was very, you know, carefully getting up on a chair she had already been using, and it's like the chair just slid. And I think back to that, I'm like. You know, that was a really odd thing. I'm glad she didn't get hurt, but it was an odd thing to have happen out of the blue. And that's all that happened that day. But it was when she And anybody that, you know, listening, you know, don't cling on to hearing there was a pentagram in the house. Yeah. So she was a demon worshiper and she was down with Saint. It's, it's not like that, man. Like, open up. Like, the Jewish people have their Star of David. Christians yeah. have the cross. Uh, Native Americans, they have dream catchers and they have their mojo bags and their medicine bags and loving to study religion and spirituality and things like I, I was really into taking things that were gifts from people of different cultures and things, especially when I was studying them. You know, we, we would go somewhere and someone would gift us something. And, you know, that's that's good stuff. That's somebody wanting to share their goodness, their good fortune, or their protection with you. I don't take anything as, oh, don't, that's a symbol of someone else's, you know, they're, they're heathen if they don't believe this, so that means something bad. If you give me a flower because you, you hey, you're pretty and I love you, here's some flowers today. That is the same thing. I'm going to keep that flower, I'm going to let it dry up, and every time I look at it, it's going to remind me of a good thing. So if it's a good thing and it makes me feel good, looking at it and you know and it, it's representing something that's positive and and you know uh, a protective whatever i'm gonna have it you know i'm i'm sorry you know people have you know, i mean look you've got horror movie dolls everywhere does that mean you're welcoming the devil no you are into horror movies i'm into skulls i make art out of bones and stuff yes you could probably pick everything about me apart and i could give two shits you know what i mean I'm just sharing what really happened to us, not trying to get any money out of it, notoriety, nothing. We don't even really talk about it. But this shit happens, man, and we're here for it because we went through it, you know? And it's just, like, my main reasoning for even bringing any of this up and talking about it is it has to be talked about. Because yeah. if it happens again, I, I'd like to know that there's somebody out there that I can reach out to. My niece, she... uh she helped us. Uh, I reached out. I'm not even going to name names, but there were several different faiths 
and I reached out to main churches, main people, and basically everything I heard, if it wasn't that this stuff doesn't exist, peace out, it was, well, if, if you join our church, any donation will happen, you know, it, it's all about the dollar. My niece has some friends that share the Christian faith, um, they do a lot of missionary work in third world countries, uh, meaning exorcisms and things of that nature. Um, we reached out and they didn't want anything from us, but they came about six months ago to our house when things had just, I mean, it, it had literally hit its worst. And um, they, they walked around the house and just prayed, did some blessings and you know, it, it's basically in saying all of this, it, it all just sums down to, like, don't come at me about religion or welcoming something in. I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that because you like a certain color or you like a character or a certain thing that you're welcoming bad into your life. Just like when I walk out this front door, I could get hit by a car. That's not a bad car. That's not even a bad driver. It's just I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's kind of how I kind of, you know, and some people are there to help. Some people aren't. We, we got a little bit of help, you know, but I just feel I feel that there should be more. You know, I, I feel like this shouldn't be something that you should have to talk about secretly or, sure. you know, but. So I wonder with that, too, especially just as we move along as a society, as a culture, and more so with the technologies that we have, if that starts making things easier to dismiss. And, and, and I hope it does, but at the same time, um, look at Netflix, Skinwalker Ranch. Have mm -hmm. you caught that? I, I've seen it in past. Okay, past so moment. this, it's, it's long and it's slow, but it's awesome because it's, it's literally the perfect storm for shit like this. You got some billionaire with so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it, right? But he's down for the supernatural and things unexplained. What does he do? He buys this property, right? This huge mesa is his, right? He's got 500 and something acres, and he hires top government scientists. He's got the astrophysicist who's been on a bunch of unexplained and uh, regular TV channel things. Um, he's got these computer wizards, um, it, just about every kind of scientist from every mathematical, legit background you can possibly, f and he's got them all on the case, and they don't have a budget. They can test with any equipment they need, and they're literally coming up with nothing. Everything is unexplained. They can't give answers to anything, and that's what we need. That's what, you know, we need people who are serious about their science, their research, you know, the scientific method, you know, and here you've, you've been given carte blanche, right, to go and do whatever you want with any unlimited funds, and they're doing it, and they're coming up with more questions. This is not a uh, geomagnetic field from the quartz and the limestone and this, like, this is in the center, a mile up in the air with absolutely no reasoning. I mean, like, they're doing exactly what you and I are saying like we need to do, but it's still just a show on Netflix. It's just a couple of series long, but I feel like if they did, if people put more into things like this, you know, even if you are just showing 
there you know that's your mom's uh from your father's side's cousin sister you know who passed away a hundred years ago coming through saying hi even if you're doing that at least you're giving us an answer right like you're at least proving that there could be something more to us transitioning like is life just it for us you know what about all this other stuff that's still yet to be explained they're still finding um what do you uh uh minerals and metals that have never been discovered before you know so how can we say that even at this time we still know everything well i i oftentimes so i have this weird obsession and it's been popping up on a lot of off the mats episodes lately with parallel worlds like all that it's like what's to say that like the movie um the others yeah nicole kidman it's like right you know, it's like there's something going on there. It's like basically, you know, the entire movie you see these kids, they can't go into the sunlight. There's all this stuff. And right. it turns out, oh, wait a minute. Right. You, like you're the ones on the other side. Exactly. Those aren't the ghosts. You're the ghosts. You know, so, you Talk know. about that the other day. Yeah. Like sometimes I wonder that. Or, or even like, again, in other dimensions, like that's just there's something going on and someone's talking through that other side. Right. My, my wife actually gave me a hard time about that uh, not too long ago because – as we're talking, she she's talking about um, just her feelings and her beliefs of um, paranormal activity and, and uh, ghosts. And I was like, well, it's not necessarily my cup of tea. Like, I don't know that I I don't know that I necessarily believe on that level. You know, the same that you do. And she goes, but you are obsessed with parallel worlds and uh, alternate realities. And it's like. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's where I started. I was like, you yeah. know, I guess she's like, how do you know that that's not just that? You know, they could be on the other side of something, then, you know, they, they're they just tapping in. Right. So I, I also wonder, too, uh, shows like um, the Ghost Hunter shows mm-hmm. on uh, Discovery, I think yeah. it is. Um, when, when you see things like that, obviously it's a tv show it's on a network show it's like how much of that is for stage right right how much is it's obviously entertainment because it's it's captivating who doesn't love a good ghost story you know it's it's just like uh i mean look at gray's anatomy er um monsters inside me people are fascinated by the fascinating, you know, and this is just one of those many elements that people can really sit down and latch on to because it gives you the heebie-jeebies. It hits all all the feels in all the right places, you know. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, because like like I said, just because I necessarily may not believe it completely, you know, if we hear that there's a house that something happened, like there's a house right down from the house we used to live in where there was two women living there and they had videos that were actually on YouTube. I haven't been able to find them. It was, it was, it was, on, it was on a major yep. uh, network. And we rode right down to see the house. We rode right down. And I mean, if I could, I'd drive up into the driveway. There's also one up off of Ritchie Highway in Glen Burnie in the Herondale area. We ride past that all the time just to see it. So yeah. even though I'm one of those guys where, yeah, there's if there's not an explanation, then I really don't believe but it. But he's also I one enjoy, of these guys. You know, that we will watch before we go to bed everything about black holes, space-time continuums. 
And we will sit there and we'll follow for like the first minute. And then he'll, I don't get it. When they explain how a black hole can warp time, right. you know, so how can you say, our scientists still don't even understand that. Look at Hawking's and all them. They sit around and try to come up with theories and then use their math background to prove them, right? That's that's not, I mean, so how can you say someone, you know, okay, yes, a lot of it is entertainment, you know, ghost hunters and things like that. But aren't they also helping us work towards proving something, you know, I guess a, the right a theory? Thing has to happen to me in order right. for me to. But did it not? Has it not happened, you know, to, the, to, to, to where the, you could actually to the say that I would commit to? Probably not. You know what I mean? Really? Oh, I, I would so throw hands right now. I could literally fucking lose my shit right now. Like, it, yeah. it, that's see, that's why I said this would be good for you, because oh. we get to this point all the time. Like everything still that we've gone through, he could hear again. Let's bring up space. Right. And how they talk about how you could actually bend time. We don't understand that, but they're telling you that it's maybe, possible. Maybe it's just my way of somehow going through the back way and getting an answer for something I can't answer for. You know what I mean? I can accept that. I can absolutely accept that. I also wonder, too, when it comes to believing or not believing or it's like the movie 14 room 14 away where john cusack yeah. says it's not that i don't believe in ghosts i just haven't seen one right and, and that's kind of what i said to my wife and that's when she chewed me out i was like well, yeah. like hey hey whoa, yeah. whoa. I, i'm not saying i'm <laughs> right. not saying i doubt you i'm just saying I, right. I need a little bit more now like i said down here in this basement it gets a little it's a little weird down here sometimes yeah. where i don't generally at night i try not to be down here by myself if it's laundry time i try to do my laundry before my wife goes to work yeah. uh like i said the bathroom in here that medicine cabinet would always open just it's like maybe it's the magnet but since i've set up shop down here and i got tv recording area action figures weights and everything that hasn't been a problem right yeah. like it, but see weird. are you and jason the mayor of amityville then you know they're sharks, right? But you guys are cool. It's it's tourist well, season. Well, Look, one, we hey, got the beach. But what's the, the one music's thing, playing? What's the one thing that bothers me the most is dolls. Now, if I don't believe in spirits, how can a doll? I mean, really think about it. Like, but you it's know. it's because you guys will say, well, like room fourteen. I mean, I'm gonna right. jump on you, Dante. I mean, literally, you're you're because I haven't seen one, but you're uncomfortable. Like you get those so, feelings. So in. in with that though, it's like I'm not dismissing it. Right. I, I know that there's possible there's something there because again, I get I get the heebie-jeebies down here. Right. Hell, even even upstairs, sometimes I feel a little uneasy. It's just like, you know, I see the, if I see the door swing open, it's like okay, yeah. Th th I'm not doubting. You. I'm not doubting. It. Right. The door just fucking open. That shit was locked. Right. Right. And now it's open. You know, or if you know, it's like little things. I kind of again, I'll. I'll kind of write it off right but it's there I, I, you know it, it's cataloged and yeah. i mean i'm not going to be that hardcore where i'm going to say you either have to say yes i believe or or then yes, it's all will. smoke up my <laughs> no i won't because like i was also saying before about people when you say oh well then you need to move why are you staying there you know this i also lived in that house until we sold it in february I mean, we, we, we live there and you do at, you do look at it as, as a, 
as something to explain away or something to work through to make to make the uncomfortableness comfortable, I guess. So while I am aggressive in my opinion that, you know, you either do believe or you do not like to me, it's 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 very easy to say I, I 100 percent believe. But I also get, you know, believing and, and understanding, but still not you know, being fully comfortable because you are still working, you know, I'm not saying you're, you're afraid to say it's real, but I am saying I understand because I also did that to survive pretty much through it. I mean, cause you, you can lose your fucking mind with this stuff because it's, it's designed for that. It feeds off of that. Right. Yes. I mean, so, you know, of course, you know, so you, you do what you have to, but to get know, through and, and make me, it make sense. But, you know, something I think about, and I don't even know if this has anything to do with what we're talking about, but I think about it a lot. Like, I, that house, I lived there for 27 years, which is a good chunk of time. It's yeah. not like I rented it for two weeks. I don't think about it at all. Like, I don't, I don't think either. About any aspect of that house. And, and it's like, even though you might live somewhere where you can't wait to get out Isn't of that it. Isn't that weird? You still, to me, you still... You know, you relate back to that house. I don't think about Memories. it. I don't relate to it. Like, I, I can start thinking about Christmases and where we put the tree and stuff like that. And when we had cookouts, when people came over being outside. And But I don't think about that house at all. It's, the three of us. And that's not just Jason. I, okay, so I lived there for 20 years. Lena was there for 16 years. And none of us, we don't dream about that house. Nope. We don't have memories. I mean, we, we have memories if we recall them deliberately. But things don't pop into our mind to remind us that we ever existed in that home. But I, will, I have dreams. I have memories of the house I grew up in. And I was only yeah. at that house for 18 so years. Why? You know, I have dreams about my apartment. I was there a year. I had a townhouse. I was there for nine months. I just don't know if it's got any connection to. And, yeah. About. And like, like so we, we think result. maybe is that, is that an anomaly for us? You know, yeah, I mean that weird. all three of us, we don't even think about that house. It, we, they, we don't share a, a single thing mm-hmm. about that house now. Well, I mean, and maybe there's what it is to that though. It's like you had that experience. It true. Did what true. It did. Right. It's like now you're away from it. Right. It's like, Lock it up. True. Put it in the chest. Because I will not lie. Ever since we left that house, we sleep through the night. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 still. I'm Lane and I. We we feel things. We get whatever. Yeah. But it is not at. All, I mean, it's there's nothing that makes you physically or mentally uncomfortable anymore. And there was at that house. It was literally like having an asthma attack all day, every day. It was a heavy, heavy feeling. You, it was like walking through the most humid without suffering any of the heat, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that house was a heavy house to be in. It just, it was always a very serious, mm-hmm. weighted feeling being in that house. Even when you are you were at your most comfortable there, it was almost like you knew you were, it was like if you could imagine living in a glass house and everybody in the neighborhood standing around and watching you live. That's kind of how it felt being in that house. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a single feeling like that now. At least I know I don't. Yeah. I mean, Lena I never, doesn't. Lena's living her best life now. I think I live more through their, 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 um, their experiences with it. I Our mean, response. Yeah, I, I know, I, you know, like I said, I had heard things and, and there are things I couldn't explain, but I think my reaction was more through them. You know, I didn't dwell on it as much. Like in other words, if I got home and nobody was there, 
I, I, I just pretty much, I, I don't know if I block it out or the possibilities or whatever, but yeah, it was more. I mean, Lena sleeps in, in her own room. She's, she's got her own. I mean, she's so, she is your typical 16 year old. I mean, she's barely around. I mean, you have to beg her to come and sit and watch TV in our old house. It was just about if she wasn't in the bed next to me sleeping, she was on our floor every night. She had a little, she would make her, her own little bedding area. Every pillow was on. I mean, it was, I, I mean, it was, it was horrible. Yeah, it was like one of the dogs in her room. Cause yeah, she, we she had not sleep. In yep. And now it's just, you know, it's, it just, I feel that parallel universe. I mean, they talk about certain areas, certain homes will have an energy that plays itself over and over and over like Gettysburg people in um, they have little bed and breakfasts, breakfast homes and, and things like that. And um, they're like army hospital things. Yeah. And yeah. They, it's just a time. It was a tragic thing. And that energy is just replayed over cause that's the most energy it received, I guess. So it leaves that imprint. So I feel that, you know, cause you can go into a place where no, no one's being haunted. There's, there's nothing, but you can feel sadness because this was a place where children died, for sure. example. Or you can go into a place, there's some churches. I might not be down for a specific, this is what you have to believe, but I'm spiritual. And there's certain places, there's certain churches that I've been in where I feel sick. I feel gross. I do not feel my best self. And then there's places where I would never imagine I walk through the door and I, f I feel alive. I feel good. I feel touched. You know what I mean? Like in a, you know what I mean? And it's, like it's positive. Yeah. So while, you know, you don't have to buy into the whole thing, everybody's got to at least be able to relate to that kind of an experience. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the same in my eyes. If you can experience that, then it shouldn't be that hard for you to imagine it kicking itself up a notch. You know what I mean? Do you think, like, when you mentioned the dogs, um, do you think animals, oh, yeah. you know, have a certain For sure. sensitivity? For sure. They, I mean, they, they see colors that we can't even, we don't even have a color yet, right? So apparently animals are able to see between the infrareds and the certain um, shadow depth perceptions and stuff, they, they see things that we can't even begin to see. Yeah, they smell things that we can't even, dogs can smell cancer. They can, yeah. they can smell when you're getting ready to uh, drop in blood sugar and pass out. So I absolutely believe yeah. that they can see things that we don't have yeah, and animals capabilities. Judge, right, and they can judge a person too. They, they oh, know yeah. if a person is if my If my animals don't like you, I don't fucking yeah. like you. You know, and I'm already a hard person and to... I never really remember our dogs reacting to a lot. I don't offhand... Because, you know why? Because they were so up Lena's ass. Probably. The entire... It was it was like they were, they were a pack. Wherever Lena was, that's where our, our dogs were. And it was almost, I feel like, like they were looking out for her. You know what I mean? I mean, she, wherever she was, unless they were in their crates for the evening, our dogs were always with Lena. Yeah. And I, tr I totally believe that, that they knew she needed them, one, to feel safe, and two, that maybe they helped keep them away. We adopted a, a senior cat. We had him for maybe three or four months. And um, 
because he had never been around other animals. We only kept him in Lena's room. And I mean, this cat was like 40 pounds. He was, he was really uncared for. Um, so he was just, I mean, him and Lena, they would, they would sleep and Lena never had an issue when, when he was there in her room. And after we had to give him away, he, he started dying because apparently long and the short, the woman he lived with was a chain smoker and he was addicted to nicotine believe it or not the secondhand smoke so he passed away because of the the issues of living in smoke all the t- you know so so right before he passed away we uh we had a family that took him in they could they were going to try and get him all the medical attention he needed they were going to adopt him and um he wound up passing away and when he did and we, and they they told us they there was nothing they could do for him Lena, she broke down and she was like, that, that cat saved me, you know, for the time that he was here, he kept the bad things away. So while I feel like, you know, I'm a dog person and I'll, I'll go for a dog first. And I love our dogs and our dogs definitely were there for Lena. I feel like maybe cats kick it up a notch. Right. And they're really, you know, I mean, Hey, the Egyptians worship them like gods. Maybe there's more to that, you know, like maybe the cats are like, you know, like in charge or, or, or whatever. Like our dogs are just like your soldiers, you know. Maybe a cat is a freaking thing, but it did something for Lena. I always think when we look back at the past and where we are versus where we are now, it's almost like, you know, when you mentioned the Egyptians and, and worshiping the cats. It's like they may have known something we, did, we, we don't know now, but I also think now we almost, it's almost like, as a group, humans think, okay, well, we're so much smarter now than they were back then. Yeah. And you have to kind of think, it's like back then they did a lot with they did a lot right with less right. So maybe they were they smarter. Well, and so not only that, but yeah. look look on the the pyramids. They have pictures of helicopters in their hieroglyphics. They have spacemen in their hieroglyphics they have uh you know that that computer they found yeah the, the components and and what you know the, the explanation as to what those did and how it could you know calculate you know what the moon phases would be right five years you know from that moment look at mayan temples you're talking yeah. about the phases of the moon mm. they those things are built so that during certain uh solstices specific, yeah that they actually have a it's it's a trick of the light like it makes mm-hmm. the stairs turn into snakes and certain areas uh you know will will highlight certain etchings on stones during different uh passings of the phases of the moon like these please don't tell me that these people were rudimentary yeah you know cave dwellers just banging on some rocks they clearly had a scientific method and were working it because we can't explain it now and for all we know, something tragic happens. Right. We go away and then we start all road, over again. Right. Right. You know, they'll find our technology. It's like, oh, wait a minute. They exactly. weren't just out there spear fishing. <laughs> I was just saying the other day, we're, so we're floating in my mom's pool. And I'm like, what if, you know, 200 years from now, they dig this up and they find this stupid beach ball that they were playing with. And they're like, ah, oh, back then they must have gotten in these circles of water to play this sport. <laughs> you know, like, what are they going to get wrong for? You know, like, I'm open to that. You know, I'm open to anything, man. Like, yeah. 
you can't just give me one specific answer and tell me that because that's what you're here for. That's what I got to be here for, too. And I agree with her. Uh, Laurie always, you know, looks at the other planets, the other, you know, universes and the galaxies and all and says, how can we be the only one that I completely agree with? Because there's no way you can say oh, just in this little location here is where we exist. Look but I'm not going to go say, oh, there are other people. Right, right. Because I don't know. Yeah. And I also will be the first one to tell you that I also agree with that. Right. It's just, it, I would just find it extremely bizarre that stars, I mean, our sun, it's a star. So how many stars are out there? So probably, right. you know, same things going Look on. Look at the latest telescope image. Yeah. It showed hundreds of what? Not stars, galaxies. Right. I mean, Jesus, man, you cannot no be so narrow-minded to say uh, they're still finding animals and insects and creatures that we didn't even know mm -hmm. existed before. Well, I mean, even here on Earth, I mean, right. there's a lot of that ocean. Absolutely. Right. We there's still land that. that we haven't explored. Look, yeah. look past Siberia. You know what I mean? It just the land has always been frozen. No one can explore it. You know, Antarctica, yeah. the, you know, exactly. The oceans take up most of our, you know, yeah. and there's a lot of uncharted territory. I mean, you know, you got like, what, Sentinel Island where you have a, exactly. a civilization. They're, they are there. Right. And, and untouchable. You go out there and they will attack. Right. So just like, you know what? So what do they think? What do they know? You know, yeah. what are their, you know, they, they have no clue about modern religions you know, or anything else, you know, and it's like, that fascinates me too, because do they experience the same things? Or do we only experience certain energies because we know there's there's a saying, uh, I it's, um, I believe it was a Native American that said, well, I go to hell, if I sin. And the priest said, yes. And he said, would I have gone to hell if I didn't know about your God? And the priest said, no. So the Native Americans said, well, then why did you tell me, right. you know? So I like, could that also, could we experience things just because we're, we're made aware of it? And what's yeah. your definition of a sin? Right. Yeah. Because I'm sure to everybody, there's, there's different levels, you know? So, yeah. I, I remember having that conversation about religion and, you know, who goes to hell and who doesn't, you know, if you're not aware mm -hmm. of Christianity or, or any religion for that matter, like you're, you're going to go to hell, but right. wait a minute, like why, why am I being punished? I wasn't made aware of this. You know, nobody invited me to the party. Right. Like, I'm showing up late and now I got to go and burn. Um, I, I agree. I think there is kind of an ideal to it though. It's like exposure or, mm -hmm. or being made aware, ma being made aware of things, you know, our feelings of anything is like, Let's say just in some weird world, I don't know any of you. I don't know my wife. I, you know, and I'm isolated. I'm super introverted. Mm -hmm. Would I have weird heebie-jeebies in this basement? Right. Would I just come to this basement? Just feel fine. Right. If I isolate myself away from all information other than just science. Right. I'm just looking at science books and, and equations and, and theories that I don't know nothing about paranormal. Right. Mm -hmm. Would I have the heebie-jeebies then? I don't know. Right. That's what I wonder, too. If, if you were never exposed to it, and it's not part of your makeup, part of your thinking, because you've seen it, 
you know, um, would you have the same experiences and would you react the same way where as of if something fell off that table and you just go pick it up without thinking about it or you're like, wait a minute, you know? It's a lot of times these figures fall down and I'll go stand them back up. Because sometimes, you know, as the, the uh, ankle hinge, mm-hmm. it'll weaken, you know, as they're leaning. Okay, that's explainable. Right. Then there are figures like my, my Thanos figure over there. No reason for that guy to fall over. Right. He, he's solid. Right, yeah. right. There, there's no hinge. Like, there's a hinge, but it, it very rarely bends. It fell down one day, and I picked it up, and I was able to just stand it back up without adjustments or anything. And I was like, okay, y'all are fucking with me again. Right, can't right. Do this. Like, uh, my Hulk figure there. It's pretty sturdy. Fell over. I was like, all right, we're not doing this. But then when one of the uh, figures up top, one of the women fall over, their their hinges are a little um, looser. And also, fucking female figures, they put them in hills. Right, right, exactly. Dumb. <laughs> dumb. Right, because we, we all fight in heels. Yeah, like like the white queen in the cabinet there, she, she's dressed in like lingerie and heels. It's like, because uh, you're definitely going to battle in that. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got Magneto in some kind of goddamn armor over there. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. But, you know, there are times these things fall over, and you know, I just I think to myself, it's like, okay, is this explainable because gravity? Right. Or did that shit just, did, you know... I like to think that, you know, you can use science. I I like to think that it's not so much of a spiritual thing. Because, look, I mean, break it down. Everyone's religion shares common ideas and theories, right? These are all basically, if you filter it down, they're just stories that your culture tells you to keep you doing the right thing according to what your culture's right and wrong ideas are. Right. Okay. So from the beginning of time, everybody tells you a story. Oh, I caught a fish. It was this big. Yeah. Well, I caught a fish. It was bigger. So that's kind of how I look at it. Right. And as long, I'll also compare it to everybody's got a car, right? Jason's got a truck. You've got a car outside. I've got a car back at home. There are three different makes, models, years, everything. We all go to the same damn place, man. As long as we're driving in the same direction, Right. And we're not bumping into people and hurting anybody or causing issues. We all go to the same place. I look at religion like that. I don't see where that has anything to do really with these things that go on. I like to think that it's more scientific because it's it's you're talking about energy, right? You're talking about anomalies and maybe time, maybe space, whatever. Right. Like. Those are things that can be measured, not an idea about doing right or wrong, being good people. Those are those are those are those are like 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 rules, regulations, whatever. A student handbook from a school isn't going to give me heebie-jeebies about doing something. It isn't going to knock over my Thanos doll. It's not, you know what I mean. Action so figure. I action right. Figure. I'm not sorry. Yeah. Action figure. <laughs> my yeah. my it's profuse apologies. <laughs> But it's, you know what I mean? Like, so I like to think that this is something that could be researched scientifically, right? And leave the whole religion, good, bad thing alone. Because, you know, electricity is a wonderful thing. It's a great thing. It illuminates the world. But it will also kill you, right? So it's also a bad thing. Energies are the same thing. Unless you want to get into something even weirder, 
take it to a whole new level and say it's all freaking it's aliens it's something completely different yeah i don't think religion you know so i i don't think it should right i don't think religion even though you can tie into the fact that we got help having people come to the house and pray so how the hell you know like i start to get off on that tangent and then i i can't make that full leap to yes this is something specifically scientific keep your religion out of it because i had to have people come to my home that i don't fully support their religious ideas but they prayed for us and with us and they gave us some kind of help i literally have to credit them they they helped our house out i think it's a positive and a negative for me right right I, I think so for me it's you're like, using a positive you know, energy right you know, regardless you of what it is, it. because like I told them, I mean, I reached out to my friend who is a Buddhist. Um, I reached out to a lot of Catholic people. I've, I mean, I reached out to just about everyone in every religion that I knew. And again, these were the people that were able to come that did not want anything in return. So I, I, I would have taken a freaking entire Mormon you know, tabernacle to come into my damn house. You know, it was just about yeah. having someone in the official capacity with their official positiveness to help me get rid of my official negativeness. Yeah, and I say the same thing. It's, I mean, I, I don't go to church. I'm not tied to a specific uh, you know, religion or any religion. But if I know you are and I know you have a lot of, you know, a lot of faith in it, you believe in it, you're true about it. I look at that as being positive, and if you're going to go and say, you know, hey, I'm going to say this prayer, then I'll support it. I may not know it, but I'll support it. I mean, it's, it, and it's all intentions. With, you know? if, if we need a babysitter, I'm not going to ask some pervert who just got out of prison, right. you know, to come and watch my kid. I'm going to get bad vibes, and that's, that's bringing something bad into the house. That's, Absolutely. you know, but if I've got this sweet... Um, you know, high school student who's got a CPR card and they've got 20 other families that are like, oh, we've had nothing but wonderful experiences with, yeah, I'm going to go with the person who's bringing the happy, positive, you know, so I think it's all... Have your faith. Right. But I also think there is room for it to kind of exist, you know, your spirituality and science to kind of coexist in all of it because... Again, there are some things that can't be explained, mm -hmm. but then there are some things that can be explained away with science. And then there's some things where you're just like, there's no rhyme or reason to this. And, you know, maybe there has to be a different kind of belief right. in, in something. Um, like, I, I don't personally have a tie to any religion, personally. I mean, I grew up Lutheran. And, you know, we, we, we sang our songs and said our things. It was fun times. Everybody was very friendly, uh, very nice. You know, but otherwise, now as an adult, making my own decisions, I, I don't dismiss it, though. I don't say, well, well, that's not real. Like, how can you believe something like that's dumb? Sure. No, it, it's just, I think that's disrespectful. I mean, but just on the same side of that, though, or the other side of that, for someone to tell me that I have to believe. Right, right. You know, yes. hurts just as much. Right. I, I think there's room for all of it to exist together. Um, as far as, you know, any paranormal activity going on, um, you know, it's like, again, 
I feel like there's something there. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like, how is it stronger for others, mm-hmm. weaker for others? And for those that it's really weak, does it really not exist at all? Right. Maybe right. it's non-existent. For, right. Like if you're not exposed to it. Right. Right. Um, or if you're not paying it as much of attention as true. another person. You know? We just watched a, a documentary last night about a woman who survived a plane crash all by herself. She uh, met a fiance. They were supposed to go somewhere in Africa or yeah. uh, over some yeah. some kind of a, a you know really hot tropical kind of dangerous climate, whatever. And um, not very religious, but everybody perishes on board this little plane. And uh, she's basically broken from the waist down, can't move, can't anything. But in her head, she hears somebody, something tell her, you'll be fine. You just have to get yourself some water. So she moves her hands around, finds some insulation and some aluminum type things from the breakage of the airplane and sets up little dishes and sure enough, it winds up raining, and she's got fresh water to drink while she lays. She wait. She laid for eight days, and they wound up finding. They had sent a rescue uh, party out, and they found her. And she credits it to her internal voice, telling her what to do, when to do it, how to relax, how to keep herself calm. And she's everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. And then the people doing the interview are like, "Does everybody have one of these voices?" You know, or did she hear something different? Angels, uh, uh, an alien, like, what is it that's with us that gives us those little things? And didn't she survive because her seatbelt wouldn't latch? Wasn't it something to do with her seatbelt? They said that everybody else was able to latch their seatbelt. She was the only one. And yeah, she was... Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was... So is that, is that just like a mechanical that. failure, or is that an intervention of some sort? Right. So my wife and I, so the episode before this... Is going to be the final destination it film writes. series, Ugh. and you know, just thinking about that. And there's a scene in the first movie where uh, the one character Carter, he's like, "Look, I don't believe this. Mm-hmm. There, there's no, there's no death path. There's no line here. Um, what if I just sit here on a railroad track right now, right? And then let this train hit me? Then I mess up your whole thing." And Alex, you know, uh, something happens where. Suddenly he's like, "Oh shit! I don't want this to happen." Right. And they're trying to pull, and right, the seatbelt rips. Right. And you know it doesn't unlatch, but it rips. It rips. And you know then it's like, okay, something stepped in there. Well, it wasn't your time. Right. So that's you know. And that that falls in with like like that's an old um, like uh, a lot of religions, but so before you're born. In certain religions, they believe that you make a pact with God, with your creator, and you you walk this life this way for reasons to get to your final destination, whether that's heaven or through your next phase in your re- your next reincarnation, whatever. So everything is, is, a, is a reason. And that's to explain away, you know, oh, this person was hateful their whole life or... I was so poor this life. All I did was struggle. Well, maybe it's because you made too much money. Like, there's a explanation. Like, so in keeping with the final destination, when it's your time, like everything is supposed to happen for a reason, is what a lot of religions, you know, put their mm-hmm. their their stock in. Is that it's all pre like this is yeah. the way it's supposed to be. 
So you can't screw with death. You can't whatever, because when it's meant to be, it's meant to be, you know? I wonder, too, just kind of in this ideal of um, paranormal ghost um, specters, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, if there's something after and, and you know, there's spirits lingering around, are they linger, lingering around because there's something left unfinished? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe their path got cut short. Right. And maybe, you know, you watch something like Insidious. And, you know, when they go into the, the um, ether, you know, you see stuff going on. And, you know, for the most part, it, they're all ghouls and ghosts and they mean harm. You got a couple of them in there that don't mean harm. Because um, it seems like whenever, you know, there is an occurrence or, or an instance, they're up to no good. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, I liked watching Casper the Friendly Ghost as a kid. Right. Why can't we have those guys? Right. Why can't we have, like, you know, um, you know, Janis Joplin. Right. Coming yes, out there singing right. to us. Like, like oh, where's yeah. her ghost? Right. I, I would like that. Or Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Like. No, instead we got someone that's upset. Like, right. Why, right. Why do they get the free but pass? But see, I also <laughs> believe, I mean, it, it's it's everything. There's good, there's bad. You have electricity for light and you also get blown the fuck up. There are good. Lena had good. One of, one of the very good things through everything was for a very short period of time. And we believe that it it was short only because in my attempts to try and clean everything out or to get rid of i probably got rid of him too but for the longest time there was like this like there was a there was a good presence with lena it wasn't my father that had passed away it was no one any of us had known but it was it was helpful it was almost like a a bit of comfort did you have a name for his name was lewis lewis that's right lewis and it was maybe i would say about six months in he was he was right around the beginning of everything bad happening and um he was only there for about six months but it was just it was just a feeling that she had it was a it was a comfort it was a a person to talk to or to call in the middle of the night that just kind of was like helpful and um you know, every now and again, like, you know, I'll, I'll miss something or whatever, or even Lena, you know, you'll, Dad, can you please just help me out with this one? And then it works. So you attribute it to something good happening. Yeah. So I, I like to think that good things also can happen, you know, whether you call them angels, good luck, you know, or, oh, damn, my intense driving skills helped me narrowly miss all of those poles falling off the back of the truck. You know, whatever you want to call it, I do like to think that they're as good as well as bad, mischievous, you know, whatever. There, there, there definitely has to be because if you've if you've got the bad, it, there's also got to be a good. I think there, when it comes to why we highlight the bad, like the good don't right. make good horror movies. Yeah, yeah, so, true. Like you're not gonna have a, a a solid horror movie with a ghost that's like hanging out and being cool, like, hey man, right. you want to watch the game tonight? Right, exactly. <laughs> but it's kind of like the. Boxer. Let me help you win the lotto. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's kind of like you know Mike Tyson used to draw the crowds because of the of the stuff that came along his with his reputation. Yeah, his reputation. You know. Yeah. And it's like the you know 
Holyfield was a good boxer, but he didn't get the attention because he was, you know, yeah. he, he was the good ghost. Walked the straight line. Mike Tyson was not the good yeah, ghost. Exactly. Like, like, let's so, highlight that guy. Yeah. yeah, there's a Mike Tyson uh, movie coming up on Hulu soon. What is that? Like, we didn't get a Lennox Lewis or a Vander Holyfield movie. Right, right. Right. Like, the and good don't guys. get me wrong, just for record, I love Mike Tyson. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but, I mean, that that is true, though. It's like we fascinate on the negative mm-hmm. it's the attention yeah and and the positive is like oh, well you're supposed to be positive you're supposed right. to be good so we right. don't need to give you the attention because uh, you're all right yeah. but right. the negative is like well you're doing what you're supposed to be doing we got to find out why the negative is the negative right. it's like or i mean sometimes bad, well, bad i mean it's like I, I think religion is the positive Religion, as much as I, I feel like it's more to do with science and energy because you can explain it away, there still is that spiritual aspect to it. And I feel that religion is the positive and hauntings, ghosts, paranormal, all the unexplained things are your negative or what people deem that. Because religion is, let's face it, it's a story that's told to us. I mean, yeah. whether it comes from a book, it's still a story because... We don't know when it truly, really began. You can guess. But even then, everybody's going to argue about the true time and date that it started. So, you know, I mean, you've got all these miraculous healings, these, you know, good and snuggly feelings and these protective ideas and, and stories and things. So I think that's your good, your positive versions. And then I think all the other stuff is just meant to be the you know, outside of religion. So that's the bad, that's the negative energies. That's the hauntings and ghosts and stuff. My two cents. Sounds good to me. Right. That's a perfect spot to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, thank you both for doing this. Absolutely. Thank um, you. They, Love being here. They, at, you know, as soon as I started this podcast, yeah, I had you all, I think you all were the first, um, we're the first family, the yeah. Adams family. Well, yeah, you're yeah. Definitely the first family yeah. that I had on off the mats. But when I was doing the horror movie um, themed episodes, I think you all were the first ones. Yeah. So when I started this podcast, you all came to mind. But then I got so wrapped up and just like I gotta go, I gotta do all these things. Yeah. And then I, like we chat all the time. Like, yeah. Like yeah. memes and everything, and it just it always just I think it's because like you guys are just there. So yeah. it's not like, it's one thing if like, like my niece, I don't talk to my niece very often, but the first thing was like, yeah. I got to get her on this podcast uh-huh. versus, oh, no, 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 I talk to the Russians all the time. I, I'm, I'm in yeah. contact with them all the time. Right. So it just, it goes over my head. And so. we're not going anywhere. Yeah, you know we're not I mean? going like, nowhere. And we can pick right up from where we left off. Yeah. yeah, it's like you guys come over, it just, it feels right. Like you guys, like, I don't feel with most guests, I feel not intimidated, but I feel very like like just like okay okay like you guys i feel like at ease like i said yeah yeah we're coaching we're friends yeah yeah. like when i used to coach yeah if i saw you guys sitting over there oh yeah i felt at ease this was like as much as i was nervous and felt like i was messing up as a coach it's like okay i know i have at least two people over there that they've got my back yeah whereas like i see any other parents and, you know, the parents are all nice, but sometimes I see other parents and I just feel like, I don't think you guys believe in me. I don't think you guys yeah. trust me as a coach. Well, we right. can relate to you, and I think you can relate to us. And, I mean, you know, I think that's got a lot to do Well, there's with no it. smoke screens. Yeah. There's no, yeah. we are who we are. Yeah. And, I mean. Absolutely. I like, like, like attracts like. 
I mean, we're all very on surface. It's like, this yeah. is who I am. Oh, yeah. And this is who you are. And I, I think that goes a long way with communication and, and, and like, trust with people. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Uh, with that... Again, I appreciate you all doing this, and I want to have you back on again. Yeah, man. Definitely. Whatever you want. Like, I, I try to break it up, like, every, like, couple months, every, like, three months or so. I try to rotate people back in because it's like, okay, what can we talk about now? What do we got here? So, I, I, I just, I have a blast with you guys. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Thanks for having us. So, uh, everyone else who's listening, as always... Thank you. If y'all have any questions, concerns, criticisms, suggestions, anything, reach out to me off the mats. Oops. Wrong podcast. So you like horror podcasts on Instagram. All the words separated by underscores. I have an email. Y'all can send me an email. I don't check it, but you can send it. I, I do check it like once a month. So if you got any uh, suggestions, send it there. Same same title for the email. So you like horror at gmail.com um you know shout outs shout outs to everyone who's listening shout out to the rush family thank you for being here um big shout out to um my other podcast off the mats go check it out if you haven't and Colompton beer club we review beers go check that out too and i say a lot of bad words there um otherwise i love you all you guys keep listening we're gonna keep making the show thank you everyone thank you thank you thank you Goodbye. I think that's good for now. The end.